crowns and carriages, balls and gowns, you are now tuned in to the Disney Holic Show. Hello and welcome to the Disney Holic Show. That's Jen Diz. And that's Mike TV. Today, we're going for the crown as we dive into the Disney Princess franchise, complete with a Disney Holics game show and connections to the Disney parks. Welcome, welcome, one and all. So this is going to more or less be a Disney princess-themed episode, which I never really thought we had in our future, but a lot of stuff has been coming up that (laughs) (laughs) it was worth dedicating an episode to talk about it. Uh, Starting with, I finally got around to watching Disenchanted on Disney+. Plus. I watched it, I think, on the airplane recently. And it made me think of how much I... I guess I do appreciate the Disney princesses because that movie Disenchanted was full of so many Easter eggs for Disney princess movies and cartoons and the characters. And I thought that was really fun, especially noticing that I was catching a lot of them. Uh, So I thought it was a perfect time for that. And you also had uh, something princessy come up recently. Yeah, actually, I'm glad we're bringing this up because the topic of one of our... uh, lives recently came up and it was about official disney princesses and it proved to me how much and like actually how little i know about disney (laughs) princesses in the franchise so super excited to learn a little bit more perfect so in true disney holic style before we get into the fact finding of official disney princesses we're going to start the show off with a fun disney princess game Okay, so this game is going to be all over the place. It's going to start with a game of Password. Now, before we get into it, do you know the rules of Password? No, absolutely not. Okay, so the rules of Password is it's basically word association. So you're going to be the guesser, and I'm going to be the giver. And I'm just going to say one word, and you have to guess what princess I'm talking about. And then if you don't know it, Okay. I'll say another word. And we have to try to see how many we can get that shows we're in sync and doesn't take too many rounds. Oh, yes. We've played this before. That's the gist of the game. Okay. So, all right. Are you ready to play? Yeah, let's try it. So the first word for the princess that I see on my list is going to be fishy. Okay, Ariel. Boom, you got it. All right, this is not hard, right? Yeah. Ariel, okay. Ariel. Okay. All right. Um, library. Bell. Yes, there you go. Bell from Being the Beast. Um, um Oh, shoot. I have too many to choose from this next one. I'm going to (laughs) say Polynesian. Okay, Moana. Yeah. All right. All right. Ah. That was a good one. Okay. Tiger. 
Jasmine. Yes, just Jasmine and her sidekick Tiger Raja. Uh, we are okay. in sync. Bye we bye sync. bye. Uh, I, I'm gonna say a word, but it's actually I'm I'm tabooing myself. I'm buzzing myself because it's about to say a word that's in the title, so I'm not gonna do that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Bayou. Tiana. Yeah, Princess Tiana, Princess and the Frog. Um, okay, let's see. I'm gonna go with Tower. Rapunzel. Yeah, Rapunzel from Tangled. Okay, this next one, I'm gonna start making it harder, even though it could be easier. I'm gonna do <laughs> Lucifer. Cinderella. Yes. Why? Yeah. Oh, you know I love my cats. Who's <laughs> the cat of <laughs> Lady Tremaine, the scary evil cat? Okay. Dragon. A Disney cats. Dragon. Let's go with Aurora. Fudge! I screwed that one up. Yep, there they got me there. They, as in the <laughs> mysterious panel behind us. Uh, it was not Aurora, so I'm going to go again. Let's see. Reflection. Mulan. Mulan. Yep. I'm looking at a picture of Mulan with Mushu the dragon, but I forgot that dragons are like in all a lot of fairy a lot of fairy tales. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> it's too vague okay. in the fairy tale universe. <laughs> too, too vague. Next one is Apple. Snow White. Snow White and the seven dwarfs. Uh, okay, this next one is going to be. Ooh, this might be hard. Okay. Um, raccoon. Miko Pocahontas. Uh, oh my gosh, I wasn't sure if you would know that one. That was a good one, okay. Miko, <laughs> sidekick. And let's see, do a couple more. How about Ambien? Ambien? Yeah. Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> Somebody slipped her too much Ambien and by someone that's Maleficent who did that. Uh, okay, so last but not least, I'm going to do, I'm going to say, um, oh, shoot. Oh, okay. Kanji. Kanji. Oh, you might have gotten me. Kanji. Kanji, Kanji, Kanji. Hold on. Oh. Yeah, I don't know this one. Ooh, it's okay. Okay, another word I'll do is... Um, ooh, I'll do... Uh, <laughs> lesbian, but it's not. Lesbian? <laughs> Stop. In my imagination. Wait, isn't Elsa supposed to be... <laughs> she is one of those, lesbian. but uh, not her. Okay, I'll do a third word. Um... Wow, this is actually hard. Wait, kanji and lesbian is what I have so far. Kanji? This is like code words. Lesbian. Uh, totally this like is code similar words. to code words. Code names, code names. Uh, code names, yes. <laughs> sword. Sword. Who's a fighter? Brave. Merida. Oof, nope. No, I can't guess this one. Okay. So we have kanji, lesbian, and sword. And sword? What? 
Okay, I don't um, even know what kanji is. <laughs> it's so like a. That's gonna fail me all day. In this movie, it's just like Asian inspired, like oatmeal, like a porridge. Hot. Okay. Um. Let's see. How about Still Guardian? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know this one. This one's hard because you probably only saw it once. I only saw it once. Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I thought about her earlier and then I was like, no, for some reason. It's, it's always weird too when it's too new. Uh, but yeah, Raya, I couldn't say dragon because <laughs> it's in the title. I was, I threw her out because is she a princess? She is. And we'll talk about that. She is, is the, she? Okay. the newest official Disney princess in the I couldn't remember if she's actually a princess or not. So. Princess Raya. And uh, I say lesbian because they should have made a storyline with the, the villain who becomes not so much a villain, anti-hero. She has like the shaved head. Uh, that should have been not just best friends. They should have fell in love or had some romance. I think could have been really cool. And they're both very... So this is a cue on your hopes and dreams for yes. the... <laughs> yes. So that's what I meant. I wow. don't know if we talked about it before, okay. but maybe not. I did Thanks talk about Thanks for Elsa. setting me up for failure. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't figure out... Oh, this is also Jeez. stereotypical of me to say, or it's bad stereotyping, but the bad, the villain's haircut is very lesbian to me. It's like the shape sides. No, it could have been perfect. She would have been a really great anti-hero mentor inspiration. <laughs> okay. Uh, so now I'm going to make this a little bit harder. And I'm going to okay. give you a name. Actually, now that we just did that, I think you're going to be really good at this. I'm going to give you a name. And then Ooh, you have okay. to tell me who the princess. This is There's a lot. You have to tell me who the princess is, the movie, if it's not obvious, and the animal or creature that is the sidekick. And I'm just gonna give you the name Jeez of the Louise. sidekick. Okay. So you'll hear the name of the sidekick and then you'll come up with who the princess is and the movie, if you can. Okay. Ray. Ray is in, the princess is Tiana yeah. in, um, Princess and the Frog, and Ray is a lightning bug. Oh, you got it. Yes. He's so cute. He's so cute, <laughs> he's and I love how cute. he sings in that style. I hope he's in the ride, even though he dies at the end. I think he's one of those characters that can just come back as like a firefly spirit or something and just take us through the ride. I think it'd be really, really cool. That would but, be, yeah, like yeah. He, he could be like the raven in the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, like takes you through. Like, follows you through, narrates. Up. Uh, all right, next up, Pascal. Pascal. Shoot, hold on, I know this. Pascal. Pascal. Oh, my God. If you, you know how, like, you can feel, you know when you wake up from a dream and you can feel your dream leaving as you're trying <laughs> yeah. to remember it? That's <laughs> happening right now with whoever Pascal is. Hold on. Pascal, <gasps> Pascal. Let's see. Do you oh know? Oh my can, god! Everyone's can you screaming. think of the uh, of what it is? Maybe that. I can't part? think of what it is right now at Any all. Of it? <laughs> I do um, know. I know it, but I can't think of it. Okay, let's turn this into password. It's gone. I'll turn it into password. I'm gonna give you a word, okay. which is without giving it too much away. Um, corona. Oh, tangled. Uh huh. 
without giving it too much away. I love it. <laughs> um, now I still can't remember who Pascal is. Who was her psychic? Oh, the little frog. The little green frog, a Rapunzel tangled frog. Very close. Pascal is Rapunzel's. Oh, he's a lizard. Keep going. What, is he? what type of lizard? He is a tree frog lizard. A chameleon. <laughs> chameleon. <Yeah. laughs> so he could like blend in and change colors and she's like an artist. So it was perfect. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pascal, that was a hard one. I think, I don't know if I would have got it if I didn't, if I'm not looking at a picture of it. Um, all right. So these next few, next couple are kind of easy. So let's go with Mushu. Mushu is Mulan. Um, from Mulan, and he's a dragon. Do you know what kind of dragon? Mushu, the luck dragon. Ooh, very close. That's like Falcor, right? From Never Ending yeah. Story. So Mushu, turns out, he's a guardian dragon, which I'm realizing Aww. is similar to the some of the Asian mythology they brought into Ryan the Last Dragon, because those are guardian dragons, too. Ah. Um, but the funny part, the twist in Mulan is she was expecting like this big royal regal dragon and then you get little Mushu and uh, <laughs> it made it subversive, but very cute. We love Mushu. Voiced by Eddie Murphy. Yeah, um, he has the personality of a big dragon. So. Yeah, yeah, that works out. <laughs> Flounder. Flounder is the princess's Ariel from The Little Mermaid and Flounder is a fish. Easy one, easy one. A angelfish? No, what is he? I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Flounderfish? Is he called, is he actually a it's flounder? It's a flounder. <laughs> it's a flounder. I so associated flounder as a name instead of a type of fish, because I have no care about an actual fish. <laughs> about fish. And to your, uh, to your defense, it doesn't even look like a flounder, a real flounder. Oh, no. Which I remember really? as a kid thinking that was weird because I knew Flounder, the character, and then I saw a real Flounder. Like, that's not what he looks like. Um, okay. Like, what the heck? <laughs> Refund. Right? Um, okay, so let's do Hey Hey. Okay, Hey Hey is Moana from Moana, and he is a chicken. Yes, he is a chicken. Very cute little sidekick. Doesn't really talk, just kind of is comic relief there in Moana. Yes. Jacques. 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 Mm. This one I'm not going to know. Jacques. Ooh. Okay, I'm, I mean... Is it not... Is it Beauty and the Beast? It is not. But that was a good okay. guess because of the French. Uh, yeah. How about... You might know his... Good friend, Gus. Oh, is it Jack Jack? Yes. Uh, is Jack his real name? Yeah, Jack Jacques Jack? and Gus. Uh, from? Cinderella. 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 Very cute. Yeah, I used to love those. I still remember vividly the scene where Gus is trying to hold all the corn kernels with his two front teeth. Like it's, <laughs> yes. It just like burned in my brain as a, as a kid. So cute. Uh, let's For see some reason, I when I think of them, I always picture them running up the stairs because they have to like climb up this, each of the stairs. Oh, yeah. They're like all floppy. They have to like push so each other one at a time. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and then the final one we've already talked about in the password version of this game, but Miko. 
Miko from Pocahontas is the princess in the show is Pocahontas movie. And uh, he is a raccoon. Now for bonus, uh, there are a couple other creature friends that appear in this film. Do you happen to know the animals or the names of those other two creatures? Absolutely not. <laughs> so one's a dog, <laughs> and he's, I think he's part of the uh, Europeans that come to conquer and kill John all the Smith's indi- dog indigenous people. I think it's the bad guy's dog. Uh, his name is Percy. It's a little pug. Okay. Very cute. And then there's another. Oh, I, I, yeah. The pug. Now, oh, like, yeah. He's the, what's his name? It's the governor or whatever his yes, name is. Yep. Ratcliffe. Ratcliffe. Right? Uh, then we have a hummingbird named Flit. Doesn't talk, it just yes. flutters. It's very pretty. Very cute. Uh, all right, so here's a little fun and game to kick off uh, our Disney princess episode. Now. Yeah, I, know, I feel like I know more about princesses than I felt, so I feel confident right? going pretty, into this. Let's do this. <laughs> they do good with the branding, and then we remember more as kids than we thought, I guess, too. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised we both remember both of those scenes from Cinderella, because <laughs> yes. truly, when is the last time we watched Cinderella all the way through? <laughs> So speaking of Disney princesses, what is and what makes a Disney in a, or a princess an official Disney princess? Yes. So this is the million dollar question. And my answer is going to be, it depends on your point of view. So the first point of view really comes from the big D, capital D, it's Disney. Like what do they consider a Disney princess? What do they consider canon within the Disney universe? But most importantly, what does the consumer products division of Disney consider a Disney princess? So the whole reason why there's this whole Disney princess franchise is it be- is because it's its own consumer product line. It's its own brand. And within that, there are official princesses. And I will read you the list right now. And we've talked about all of them just a second ago. So we got Snow White. We got Cinderella. We got Aurora, Ariel, Belle, Jasmine. Pocahontas, Mulan, Tiana, Rapunzel, Merida, Moana, and Raya. Now, hearing that list, do any of those, is there one that sticks out to you? That's a, To me, it's sore thumb in my book. No. I, I was stuck on the fact that there was such a big gap between Aurora and Ariel. All right, and I couldn't get over that to realize yeah. somebody stuck out. That's funny because we did. I think when we did the Black Cauldron episode, we realized there was a whole decade or more without fairy tales. That's so crazy. It is, and then like the that, Renaissance happened. I think wasn't Sleeping Beauty in like the '60s at least. So there's at least a 20 year gap of no Disney princesses. Yeah, that's wild. I didn't even realize. That's I am crazy. reading this so, list, and it is chronological order. You're right. Um, now, Crazy. Merida is the one that bothers me because I remember when they, oh. <laughs> they announced her as joining. She's from the other studio. She's from Pixar. <laughs> and it's weird. It was Pixar's first fairy tale princess movie. Um, but I have this thing about princesses not singing songs that bothers me. And so she doesn't sing in that. Therefore, in my book, she's not a Disney princess. But they adopted her into that franchise, <laughs> obviously for toys and products and branding wait does raya sing raya does not so that brings me to my next one i've Ooh. always had a problem with raya because i want to love her so much but she doesn't sing and it's also why i don't remember the movie much like there's no soundtrack that i listen to 
there's no musical to sing along yeah. with. Yeah, it hurts so, yeah. when the music isn't attached. Yeah, it's yeah. just really weird. So yeah, Raya and Merida don't have like true singing numbers that uh, make them memorable. And then one is from Pixar, and then you know again Raya doesn't sing. So those those two weird me out. Moana, I was so glad when they added her. I think that's a perfect addition. But yeah, so those are the official Disney princesses. And the reason why they're official is, let's say you're a brand and you're going to work with Disney and create a collaboration. And I know firsthand because I used to work for a company where our product design team did a collaboration with Disney, particularly the Disney princess brand. So what's interesting is behind the scenes, if you are going to work with Disney, there's a couple of things that happen. One is you have to decide on what franchise and brand you are actually going to be developing. So is it the princess brand? Is it Mickey and Friends? And the thing that people are most surprised by, is it the Frozen brand? So Frozen, it's its own franchise. So even though technically on paper, uh, Anna was a princess in Frozen, um, and Elsa was the queen. Now we go to Frozen 2. They are both queens. But regardless, Disney doesn't want them as part of their princess line because Frozen is such a massive brand. It's its own yeah. franchise. So you have to pay a separate license if you want to use any of those characters, uh, which I just I find this fascinating, right? Like our operations brain, like what? And That's, you know what? So this makes me think about like, I'm obviously thinking about socks right now, but I'm picturing like buying a pack and I'm like, God, why didn't they just give me the pair of these socks? Now it's, a, but they, but they're sold separately for twice the price or whatever for just that one thing. So they, I have to buy both now. So yeah. that's exactly what they're doing with all of their stuff. Probably like you can get a princess pack, but then you have to buy this separate one to get frozen and everybody right. wants both of them. Yeah. Yep. Very smart of them to, to keep them separate. And uh, the fascinating part is when you work with Disney, you have access to this online portal where you get to see all of the like brand books and all the rules. There are so many rules down to the Pantone color <laughs> of a princess's dress that you can then interpret to, like you said, a sock or a T-shirt. And what's cool about it is you get to see all their stories in there and their backstory. So every princess has a narrative and you have to stick to that. Whether or not you're using it in your product, it, it exists and it should inspire that. And so they have everything now for Disney Princess franchise. Aside from products, they have concert tours now. Uh, that's just the Disney Princess. So you're only going to see those individuals there. And uh, I'm curious, too, now that we're talking about who's official and who's not, do you think, aside from Frozen, has anybody else been snubbed? Do you think anyone else should have been included in that official Disney princess lineup? Anyone come to mind? Shoot, let me think. Not thinking of anything off the top of my head, yeah. but I'm Fro sure there's somebody big missing. Frozen is the one that comes to mind the most. Uh, nobody too big, but I was surprised that there were official princesses who then were decrowned, unthroned, dethroned, which is yeah, sad. Yeah, it's rough. So there were three that were at one point part of it, whether that was they got a doll or they were featured on Disney Princess branding. But those three were Tinkerbell. Interesting, because I don't think of her as a princess, but maybe they had, a, they had as many at the time. Uh Esmeralda <laughs> from uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame. And then they had okay. Jane Porter from Tarzan 
uh, was one of the princesses as well. Ah. I think, too, they were, it was maybe, this is all my speculation at this point. It was just trying to be, like, women and heroine-focused for a while. And then once they decided to make it Yeah, it should be, like, on, a hero's line instead or something. Yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking they were going in. Wait, were, were any of those three ever princesses? I should know this, but I, I just don't. I don't think so, right? Esmeralda was a gypsy. Tinkerbell is a fairy. <laughs> and Jane Porter is just, like, right. a, a traveler lady <laughs> with an umbrella. Yeah, did they ever, like, marry into royalty or anything? I don't know. I don't think but, so. Or were and they yes, already born into it? I, is Tarzan royal? I don't. I wonder about that, too. Yeah, uh, or yeah, was so, Jane Porter royal? Like, did she come from a royal oh, family? I, I can't remember. I don't either. Curious. Um, and then there's some that they call honorary official princesses. And this is where you may see them <laughs> in a lineup. Um and it's, I guess it's okay if they are. So that's Elena of Avalor, which I haven't seen. That's the Disney Channel show, uh, the Latina princess. And then um, Mirabelle is now sometimes thrown in there, which I don't think she's a princess either. And then going back yeah, to... that definitely didn't happen. Right. Going back to Frozen, every now and then, depending on the context, they will be there as honorary royalty next to some princesses. Now there is another. Princess. I need to. I want to now know, like, are because now I'm thinking. I, I said Mirabelle for sure not, but I'm like, or was her family some royal family? I just didn't know that they were royalty the whole time. Right. Like they're magical so. family. Like I've me. seen it twice. I don't know. I don't think. Yeah, so either, I don't but remember. they like owned the town, didn't they? Kind of, because they like helped create it. They were like refugees running. Yeah, I figure yeah. if they were royal, they wouldn't be running, but. Maybe. Maybe they started their own dynasty and they're like, hey, <laughs> I'm a go. princess. <laughs> um, and then we have one new uh, official Disney princess who is joining the lineup as soon as this year. It's already announced. And her name is Asha. And we get to learn more about her when Wish comes out. And she's the new Disney princess Aww. for the movie Wish. And Very cute. She's there to help make wishes come true amongst the stars and use her cosmic force energy and a small ball of Are we getting our first and... alien princess? I think so. <gasps> if you put it that way, she kind of is. Now, <laughs> the only person... Well, now there's more. When when they started... When Disney started acquiring franchises, I remember where there was a lot of people saying, make Princess Leia a Disney princess, which that's a studio I would, yeah. wouldn't mind crossing over, right? It would be cool with the buns and the white outfit. Right. I would love to see her like animated form in the branding. Um, but that was a fan dream that never happened. So that's that. What was I just thinking about? There was another one that made me think about something similar to Leia. What was it? I lost it. Ooh. Oh, there's a lot of uh, those. Yeah, kind you of, got like, like wait, should this be included? Princess Amidala. You have, I feel like Marvel has some princesses. I just, I'm not sure if they're called that. Wait, isn't she a queen? Queen Amidala. Excuse you. Oh, you're right. Oops. Ouch. <laughs> That's like Elsa. Yeah, she's a queen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so... Those are, that's what's official. That's what it means. And that's why it's all separated. It's all back to the money, back to the. Yeah, it's just money. Okay. <laughs> counting. That makes, uh, that, thank you for explaining that to yeah. me. Cause I was like, really like, wait, what did these come from different? Like, why are they separated? And then we just, it's likely or the is cool thing is just um, because they can sell it separately. <laughs> yep. Just because they can sell it separately. The, uh, coronation so when they do create an official princess and they make the announcement they have been doing coronations 
I think they started with, I want to say maybe Mulan, like more of our era. And uh, they have a Disneyland or Magic Kingdom castle coronation. They have the characters come out and then they're officially crowned. I do remember watching that for Merida. As much as I didn't want her to be one, I thought it was so cool because they even had the mom character as the queen come out and you never really see her in person. So they had her come Mm -hmm. out as a face character and Merida was officially crowned a Disney princess. And I want to say they just did or are going to do it for Raya because that was more recently announced. So that's that. Uh, no, the one I was thinking of earlier, I just remembered was, um, I can't even remember her name, but from Princess Diaries, <laughs> she should be a Disney princess, oh, right? Oh, my God. I love that you mentioned this because I didn't write it in my notes, but I did want to talk about it. Okay. So <laughs> the princess from Princess Diaries and there's another really important princess that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. Do you know her name? She's in a live action movie and she has a sequel that just came out we on Disney Plus. Uh huh. I'm not going to remember. We talked about a thousand. Tell Amy me. Amy Adams. Oh, yes. From Enchanted. Yes. Aw. Uh, so she's a princess Absolutely. that people love. And she has its own fandom. And her name is Princess Giselle. And they do have an animated version of her in the movies that is to Amy Adams' likeness, which goes back to the money. The reason why, and this is official. I found this out. The reason why they did not make her an official Disney princess is because they did not want to purchase the likeness to Amy Adams' face, which had to come along with the territory. (laughs) And it's also why I found out. It's also why you see things like um, sometimes on Marvel animated films or cartoons or even toys. Sometimes it's not Chris Evans face on Captain America. It's a generic comic face. It's all for that same reason. It's a whole other package (laughs) that you have to work with the with the actor's agency to come up with what that is and how long you have the rights to it. So I can imagine that could be so interesting, hard to manage over time. Right. Like what if. Amy Adams dies 100 years from now and you still have Princess Giselle on branding and then her uh, child is like, no, I don't want my mom on there anymore. I can see how that becomes an issue, but I don't think of that yeah. stuff, right? That's, you just have those behind the scene things. Where I'm like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah, it gets too real when you have like live actors. And yeah. like, All right, we need to- <laughs> Way too real. So unfortunately, I don't think we'll ever see, I guess, much of Princess Giselle outside of Enchanted. Um, so there, that's the reason Aww. for that, if you're ever wondering. And I'm assuming, I don't do the research on this, but I'm assuming it's also the same for um, Princess Diaries and the likeness of, oh my God, you just said her name and it just dropped off my tongue. Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. There you go. Yeah, Anne Hathaway. Uh, so yeah, so those are why those things are the way they are. And then I wanted to talk about fan favorite princesses. So this goes back to the money again. So something I learned uh, when the previous company I worked with, when we were working on these products is when you go into this website, you also get to see uh, things like sales numbers and marketing information. And what you can see there is that globally, Cinderella is the most popular princess in terms of consumer sales. Uh, which I didn't guess wow. at all. I wouldn't have thought that. And then you can break it down by region and by continent, and it starts to shift everywhere. But Cinderella is the one that's like guaranteed. If you make a Cinderella product, it will sell, according to this. Uh, Man, so I'm really stuck on the fact that Cinderella is a fan favorite. <laughs> Maybe just like what? What are some reasons? Like she has good colors. Like the blue is like True. a nice. 
it's it's recognizable um recognizable it's easy kind of goes along with a lot of things um her story is like a very classic fairy tale also the pumpkin is very recognizable the midnight you change into a pumpkin thing like there's a lot of really classic fairy tale moments that might stick out i i don't know can you think of anything else that would make her stick out those probably start to add up and i think that makes sense because you know a lot of people depending on the princess don't always connect the princess to whatever the original source material is whether it's Grimm's fairy tales or um any of those those old old classics but cinderella is one that i think most people do know is an old school classic fairy tale princess so i think that makes sense i think that's a good good point um she is like classically european i guess which is palatable (laughs) to most people it's like a easy princess to feel relatable to you know blonde blue eyes not relatable but feel like okay i can know her she's a cute little cool princess so yeah i mean i really don't know exactly why but I find that she does feel very relatable. Like Snow White was kind of like that damsel in distress. She's like kind of a mess. Yeah, she's kind of annoying, right? Snow White. Like you see her. her. Yeah, she's kind of just like, like I don't know. Like with with the dwarves, she was very like boss bitch. And then outside of that, she was like, like, I can't do anything on my own. So it was like this weird back and forth with her. Um, But then you have. Cinderella and I, another scene I remember of her is like waking up in the morning. Like there's a meme a lot used too with her like waking up from bed and like you just get to see her in the morning and how she feels and what she thinks about in the morning. So I think they made her a lot more relatable. Um, And also she didn't seem like she was damsel in distress. She just wanted love. So like, and she was locked away too pretty much, right? Or, you know. Yeah, it felt like she was fighting for her freedom. And yeah, probably as like a kid, she wasn't... we could relate to that as a kid. Like, right. you, know, you might have your mean parent or step parent and you can't go out. Oh, I thought I was feeling that fighting that fight every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's definitely relatable. She also has like a classic rags to riches story. We all love that. Like rooting mm-hmm. for the underdog. All right. All right. So it looks okay. like we came up with all some right, yeah, reasons right. <laughs> <laughs> why she could be a sellable, palatable character. Um yeah, that's interesting. So that's the consumer stuff, and that's the story behind all of the branding. Oh, my goodness. It is very interesting to see how that can, like, the operational side and then also the fan side of that, how different they are, and then they both align also. It's pretty crazy how that works out. Um, but speaking of Cinderella, I'm trying to think of, like, what is her representation in the park and all other Disney princesses. Like, what... Do they do in the parks? Do they have an attraction? Do they not? Do they have something that resembles them? What's going on in the parks? Yeah, let's try to think about it. So first thing that comes to mind, Cinderella Castle is the Magic Kingdom weenie. So maybe that's another reason, too, that she's oh, yeah. popular. Right? <laughs> maybe they I was just thinking, like, Disney she World. doesn't have a ride. Why is she so popular? She doesn't have a ride. And I'm like, wait, she has a whole entire castle. She has a just castle. Kidding. But to, to your point, it's not really a ride, right? It's just there. Um, and so maybe she should. Maybe she deserves a full-on ride. So, yeah, she has the castle at Disney World Magic Kingdom. Let's see. What else is at Disney World, Disneyland? She has um, her little carriage is going up 
the hill in uh, Storybook Land Canal Boats. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How dare I not know that? <laughs> my favorite attraction. I'm going to look for that now specifically. I can picture it. It's where after you exit the Cave of Wonders on the left. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep. I think I do know. And it's really small and it's like running. It's trying to go up the really jagged pathway. Like zigzaggy. So, yep. Which is weird. <laughs> Why does the prince in Cinderella have such a weird entrance to get to his Yeah, why are they so dramatic? Real like, dramatic. goodness gracious. Get a gondola. What is going on here? <laughs> um, and then sometimes I picture, like, Fantasyland being all princesses. However, like, think about Disneyland. We have Peter Pan, Pinocchio, Mr. Toad. Then we have Snow White, so she got some space. Okay. We got one princess over there. And then Alice in Wonderland, who is also not... Oh, or yeah. not also, but she's not a Disney princess, right? So. Oh, yeah. We only have one princess at, at an attraction Land. in Disneyland. Wait, that is very weird, especially when you compare it to Disney World. Well, actually, Disney, where is the princess meet and greet in Disneyland? It is at, um, in, uh, what's it called? Where Carnation Gardens used to be, oh, Fantasy. Fantasy Fair. Out, Thank you, Fantasy Fair. Outside of proper Fantasyland, right? Uh, so that's interesting. Yes. Whereas, yeah, they have that little building there that you can go and meet all the princesses in. There you go. At Disney World, that similar building is right in the middle of Fantasyland. So it does feel very right. princessy on that side. Oh, yes. and at Disney World, you also have royal. Um, you have the Tangled restrooms and her tower, uh, Rapunzel's tower. Oh, we have her tower in Disneyland too. Wait, right? do we? <laughs> Yeah, so it's bad. right there next to your um, music box. Your oh my uh, gosh, yeah, the fountain, tipsy, topsy turvy. Yes, yep. and it lights up. Oh, you're right. There's another princess uh, nod. A little nod. There is no. Oh, uh, we do have ride. the Red Rose Tavern. Red for Rose Belle. Tavern. There's Belle. She has. We're gonna have Tiana's in both right parks. The dining, Tiana's Bayou Adventure attraction and dining. Yep. Uh, I do wish Tangled had a ride. On the state side, at least, I think. Oh yeah, it, I think it'd it be lends beautiful. Itself well, right? Yeah, it would be just really like funny. I want it to be just like Little Mermaid attraction, where it's a dark ride and it just has the beautiful scenes for you yeah. to look at. Ugh. All the greatest hits, songs, and scenes. Um, yep. that would be cool. I'm surprised they don't have that. Hey, Snow White, <laughs> you had mentioned. Yeah, they have. Uh, inch, it's, what's the new name of it at Disneyland? Snow White, Enchanted Wish, right? Enchanted Wish. Oh, Snow White's Enchanted Wish, yeah. Scary Tales. Scary Adventures. Scary (laughs) Adventures. And then we have at Disney World, we have the Mine Train Coaster, where you you do get to see Snow White a couple times at the end, especially with the scary witch looking into the house. So Snow White has a ride there. (laughs) You had said Little Mermaid. We can find that at Fantasyland, Disney World, and then at randomly at California Adventure. Um, by the pier. <laughs> yeah. I never really minded it. It's just when I start oh, yeah, to think about it, it's weird that it's there. You're like, what is she even doing here? <laughs> yeah. Does she even go here? Um, yeah, there's nothing else. No other princesses over there at all, right? No. Or even fairy tales, really. She used to have um, where the Pixar restaurant was. It used to be a Little Mermaid restaurant. I had never been in there, though. That's right. Right. Which is I kind totally of random. About what well. was it called? Ariel's Grotto. Grotto. Yep. Now let's yeah. see. I'm gonna. Oh, and remember that area? That's another Beauty, uh, Beauty and the Beast. Belle 
area is in the Animation Academy, where you can go to the library. Oh, you're right. But it's more Beasts Library, yeah. but that's a nice not. one. And they used to have immersion before that. immersion was in. Ugh. They had that at the Academy. Right. They also had um, Little Mermaid did have her Ursula's Cavern area where you got yes. to do the lip syncing. That was there. It's all villains now. down there, I guess, huh? All villains. Even though Beast wasn't like truly a villain. Anti-hero is a new word a that I keep hearing that <laughs> yeah. I'm going to use. <laughs> Uh, and then we also, okay. We also have uh, Belle, Enchanted Tales with Belle at Magic Kingdom, which is still closed since COVID. Which is, womp womp. Which I sucks. hope it comes back because that was really cool. It was really oh, cool. Oh, and the whole new uh, area opening up with the attraction in Tokyo. Oh, so jealous. So jealous. Or already opened up, but yeah. Right. And then let's see. I will help us out. I'm going to go down the list of princesses first to see if we anything triggers. So Snow White, we've talked about. Cinderella, okay. we've talked about. I'm also realizing she also has a themed dining experience in the castle. I've also never been to that at Magic right. Kingdom, but you could go. Yeah, Same. eat and meet with Cinderella. Uh, okay, Aurora, Sleeping Beauty. We missed this one. The weenie. Sleeping Beauty Castle. The weenie of all weenies, the original weenie. Which I spent like an hour in last trip that I was there. I was having so much fun in there. Oh, that's cool. So you walked through, you saw the like dioramas and little effects. I like took my time. I, t I did an Instagram story on every single window and like talked about design elements. And I really like let myself, because I was by myself. So that's the beauty of solo trips, right? You just get to like sit and stare at stuff if you yeah. want to. For as long as you'd like. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> Some beautiful I artwork. don't know if this is true. In my mind, there is a carousel. I don't know which park it is that is not King Arthur's carousel. And it's someone else's. Is it from Sleeping Beauty? King Arthur, yeah. But I feel like King Arthur's is only Disneyland for some reason. But what King, is the oh, That one? would make sense. So King Arthur, Disneyland... Yeah, because the castle. Then what is the one in Disney World called? Prince Charming? Wait, that would be Snow White. I don't White. know. I'm looking it up right now. Also, <laughs> King Arthur, I always thought was supposed to be Arthur from Sword in the Stone, which is why they have the sword outside. Not related to Sleeping Beauty. But then why did they have oh, the sword in the stone yeah, in Disney World? They have it in both parks. <laughs> weird. That is weird. I, I, um, I did look it up. Disney World is Prince Charming's Regal Carousel. Interesting. So right. Which does not fit in with the sword that they have in front of it. <laughs> nope. Oh, that not is Not at hilarious. all. And it doesn't fit the castle either. So. Right? That's Snow White's man, isn't it? Prince Charming? Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. So one's Prince Charming's and one is King Arthur. That's a fun trivia because I don't exactly remember which carousel is which. Um. Are there any other Sleeping Beauty attractions or nods? Anything at Disney World? I can't think of uh, one. I mean, not that I can think of. I know there's that little, like, statue, but it's right next to the castle. So, right. And I the guess the thing. back in those days to walk through attractions were more of a go-to thing so i guess that was her attraction was the walk through in the castle that you went to uh, but right i guess that's it all right ariel so we talked about little mermaid they have it at both parks 
and they used to have a restaurant. There's also, I've never been to this. Gosh, there's so many things that as Disney holics we still have not done. At uh, Hollywood Studios at Disney World, there's a whole Little Mermaid show. I think it's like a puppet show or something like that. I have not been to it. It's called uh, Where is this? Sorry, at Hollywood Studios. It's called Voyage of the Little Mermaid. And uh, there, so she had that attraction. Puppet show. Yeah, I've definitely not seen that. <laughs> uh, and that was way before that she got her own dark ride. I think it's like a, a puppet show in the way that like the Nemo show is or like Lion King is. Like there's people holding sticks of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like a big. Big yeah. ones. Big okay, ones. Okay, I could see that. Um, have not experienced that. I still have never seen it though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, because you know there's that whole area. They're trying to change it, but it looked more like Universal Studios. It was just big studio buildings. It was one of those. It just had a sign and then you walked in and all of a sudden you're on this stage or watch her show. And that's pretty much all I know about that one. Um, Other Little Mermaid stuff, I don't think she has restaurants, anything like that, that I can think of. Nope. All right, Princess Belle. So we talked about Belle, you said Red Rose Tavern, um, Be Our Guest Restaurant, and Belle's Enchanted, Enchanted Tales with Belle. Can't think of anything else. I would love a Be in the Beast dark ride stateside. I think we deserve it. Uh, Princess Jasmine. Yes, Especially the one, just like the one over there. Just like the one. If they're going to clone something, yeah, clone that one. Uh, Princess Jasmine. Great. What's her, Oof, her girl. pops connection? She is underrepresented. <laughs> um, I don't think she has anything unless you want to count the magic carpet, right? <laughs> That's the first because thing. Because it happens to be from the that same. to mind, yeah. Yeah. And it's just like all of Aladdin. They did have um, at Disneyland. <laughs> anything else. Also never been to it was that show that dinner show or something that's now the tropical oh, um, hideaway what the heck was it called, was it called? <laughs> agrabah something i don't know oh my god Why but yeah you got to meet it. aladdin J- jasmine and the genie i had only went in there one time and it was for grad night and it was converted to a hip-hop club and I never got to go in there. Stop. When it was that regular. is so weird. <laughs> yes, yeah, very weird. Because I was looking around like, oh, I've never been here, but it's not even what it's supposed to be. So I was confused. Um, and I think they did leave some of the mosaic tiles on the floor. I think that's like a hidden reference to the old. I love it's that. Yep. It's very cute. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Uh, okay. So that's Jasmine. Pocahontas? No, I don't think. You'd think she'd have something at Animal Kingdom, right? It's all about conservation and the planet and nature. Yeah, I know you can meet her there. <laughs> true, yeah, that's true. But yeah, I don't think... Ah, she deserves I, don't, I a can't dark think ride. of anything that they have for her either. We had an episode once where I had Armchair Imagineered a Pocahontas retheme of Living with the Land at Epcot, and I'm still into it. <laughs> I feel like they could. I still love it. Living with the land that. has all sorts of right? stuff it's, going on over there. It's perfect. It would be slapping IP into Epcot where it doesn't belong, but I would love that. It would be cool. And <laughs> Pokemon is, is definitely. But this time it's okay. This time it's okay. It's my idea. Uh, so yes. Pocahontas, yeah, I don't think she has anything else. Oh, wait. She is or was in Disney World's Fantasmic in a scene that most people didn't like. Oh, okay. <laughs> About savages. Savages. There are savages. some blanket ones that have a bunch of people in it, like the shows, and then they also have Bippity Boppity Boutique. I was just thinking of. They oh, have a lot of there you princessy go. stuff going on there. 
Yeah, and they come out uh, on the floats in Fantasmic. They'll they'll switch them out to some princesses, but you still get the classics there, I think, like Cinderella, Prince Charming, and all those people. Right. um, In the romance scene. All right, all right. Uh, Mulan. (laughs) Is Mulan in the parks at all? Let's see. There's no ride. Definitely no ride. I don't know. Does she show up at Lunar New Year? Do they? No, right. We just talked about that last episode. It's going to be Oswald. She definitely does. Okay, so she has a presence there. Characters out a lot. Okay, yeah, she'll be out. Just, I mean, I don't know if we're including character walkarounds because that's obvious. I think they almost all have that, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, But she's in the parade with uh, Mushu a lot. Oh, okay. At least they were. For, it might have been Year of the Dragon, though. Shoot, now I'm trying to remember if it was Yikes. like a normal thing or. So that sucks because that means you only normal. get her. They're, they're Chinese, so it's a part of the Lunar New Year. So they're probably in it more often than just It that. is. And I was I was thinking on the more pessimistic side, which is like, oh, I guess you only get her if there's something Chinese going on. <laughs> yeah, right? like, yeah. She isn't anywhere. I think they could use, oh, uh, God, I'm taking back everything I said about getting irritated with IP because... <laughs> I wouldn't mind something in China, Epcot, because I never go in there. <laughs> and maybe it would get me to go in there if she had a ride or something like that. Um, right. That seems like a natural place. Aladdin's there. Oasis. Sorry. Aladdin's Oasis. Out. That was the name of the place in Disneyland, which is now, what, Tropical Hideaway? Is that what it's called? Tropical Hideaway. Yeah. Sorry. I no, just, it was I, so, I was so stuck too. on that. I was like, how can I not remember the name of that place? Had you ever been into that? I'd been into it, but I'd never ate there. So I don't know what I what the hell I was doing in there, but I was, I've been in there. <laughs> Nosing around. Maybe there's like a, probably there something, an Easter egg or hidden Mickey or something. It was so cool. That big Cave of Wonders thing. Like it was, it was cool. And it I was so like. It, but I was too cheap to pay for the food. <laughs> it was like curtained off. So it was mysterious to me for a long time. I didn't know how big or small it was. Uh, so, but yeah, it's gone into Yesterland. Wait, was that thing set up like. A dinner show, right? Yeah. Similar to Tisha and Harris. Dang, yeah. so they had something like that before in Disneyland. They don't have any stuff like that. And I remember, anymore. this is a, a very far off tangent, but when they showed us the concept art for the dining restaurant that was supposed to come to Galaxy's Edge, it reminded me of like, oh, I think that's what like Aladdin's Oasis was. Um, and I also see a lot of these on cruise ships now, on the Disney cruise ships. You have a dining experience, and then there's some pauses in the dining where there's a show that happens all around you and in front of you. Uh, I am disappointed in myself as an Aladdin fan that I didn't figure out how to afford that. I definitely couldn't at the time, but I should have figured it out. Right. <laughs> Made it right, happen. same. Uh, but yeah, so back to Milan, I guess she doesn't have much in the parks. I don't know. Would a dark ride be interesting or not? Hmm. Not sure if I need that. Uh, a dark ride would be, well, I mean, how else can you do that, though? If you want it to be cinematic, you almost have to have a dark ride. Yeah. Um, huh. But it's so outdoorsy. Like, her story is so, yeah. it's all almost all outdoors. So, like, it feels of, like, like it needs to be out in the open. And battles and war. And yeah, it's a lot of fighting, which also <laughs> is not good for a ride. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Uh. All right. Sorry, Milan. Okay. And then Princess Tiana. We had talked about that a lot. She could have a show. Already. Stage show would be great for her. Oh, a Milan right? stunt yeah. show with, a, with oh my women. God, exactly. Yeah. Women yep. doing like badass uh, martial arts. God, I don't there think There it is. Us. There it is. Uh, Princess Tiana. We've talked a lot about her, especially the last episode, with all the new stuff coming to the Disney parks. So that one's pretty self-explanatory. 
uh, Tiana's Palace restaurant and Splash Mountains, plural. But before they add all that stuff, is she does she have a present somewhere? Um, she does have her she... own like uh, meet and greet area when you go into those buildings. She's like one of the featured princesses that you kind of are guaranteed to get if you pick that. Yes, path, right? she definitely has like a presence in New Orleans Square for sure. And like her and Louis would come out together, oh, and yeah. then or is it Louis Louis Louis? I think it is Louis, yeah. right? Even uh, though I'm it's just a... confusing because he's yeah right. Oh, right? to say? Louis Armstrong, like he's supposed yeah. to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so weird. Uh confuses me every time um and they were always on like they had that oh they had the the boat the boat show wasn't there like a tiana's something boat show yeah and it was on the mark twain Twain. yep yeah that was was cute um all right so she's gonna get her own ride in dining so that's good rapunzel we had talked about that earlier already um doesn't have much of dark ride presence stateside but we love her tower appearances (laughs) in both parks Merida, Princess Merida from Brave. Hmm. Not sure. Does she have anything no. at DCA? I know there's like bears over there, but it's not, they're not Scottish bears. Is she Irish or Scottish? No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The, I is. feel like she's Scottish. Is it Scottish? Yeah, there's bagpipes. They play bagpipes in the yep. movie. Okay. Um, yeah, she doesn't um, have a ride. Yeah, nothing. No rides. Nope. There was one point where... Oh, now I'm confusing it with Dreamlight Valley. (laughs) I feel like those blue sprite things are like a guide for the tutorial or something. Um, But yeah, I guess it's not in the park, those little blue things. It's becoming too real for you. (laughs) It's becoming too real. And I started connecting it to the also abandoned concept we got for Spaceship Earth redo, which was supposed to have Moana's uh, blue spirit grandma things taking us through oh right yeah Yeah. (laughs) they showed it looked kind of cool but it's not happening as far as we know unless Iger brings it back um which brings us the next one moana so she's obviously coming to epcot we've heard so much about the water play area (laughs) that's coming the journey of water um where else any other moana things come to mind huh no no she she had her own little set, which is cool for her meet and greets. I think it's always a little special if they have like a whole set yeah. for them. You know right. I mean? We would do the the wayfinder thing with our hands. Yeah. Her, that was cute. She has a, uh, a, oh no, that's Lilo and Stitch. There's something in the Polynesian Hotel that they rebranded one of the cafes, but I think it's Lilo and Stitch. It is not Moana. Oh. Um, and then at the D23 Expo, we heard about their very high blue sky concept for a Moana, Moana, a Moana land potentially <laughs> going into the real estate of Dinoland USA Animal Kingdom, which would feature a few different things. And, you know, last week we talked about all these announcements and the theme park wars between Disney and Universal. I will not be surprised if Bob Iger says, you know, that concept art you showed, we got to do it. We're just going to do it. Greenlit. Let's approved. go. Let's roll. Imagine. <laughs> I would not mind that. That'd be great. And then we would have a Moana area. Oh my god! Especially he's only here for two years. He's just like stamping approvals. Like just go, <laughs> yeah. go, go. Okay, bye. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> my successor can continue this. Uh, let's see. Last yeah, but luck. not least, uh, Raya. Pretty new, so it's 
it's understandable that she's not in the parks, but she did have a meet and greet that was so popular that I didn't even get to go because the line was too long at DCA, right? Same. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it seemed pretty cool from what I saw on the outside. Very immersive. Uh, but yeah, I don't think there's any Raya stuff in terms of attractions or probably not even a parade that came out during the pandemic, I think. Right. Wow. Yeah, it did. That was the first movie I saw back in theaters after. Wow. Well, not after pandemic. There's no after at this point. But <laughs> when you know it was I mean. safer to go out, I guess. When I fe- after the vaccines, there we go. <laughs> after the vaccines, uh, but yeah. So that's yeah. I th- that's all I can think of. Even looking at a list here, that's all that I'm, I'm seeing as well. Yeah, I mean that's that's a decent amount. Yeah. Maybe we need to like shift and start giving more. Um, space to different princesses rather than just the same ones i.e princess that aren't even in that line like <laughs> frozen for instance <laughs> they're queens okay actually they're they don't queens. have much space anymore like they they lost a lot of their space right like a lot of this, remember how there's so much stuff in dca but now the show's not even going they don't have that special stage 22 or whatever oh it's gosh, called you're right happening there was anymore a time where like a lot of those like frozen things are kind of gone so much frozen for a while melted yes, it was away just everywhere i was like oh my god i think they still have the frozen sing-along at disney world but no longer disneyland right um, and that's because i think hollywood studios is just still kind of empty <laughs> so like why not leave it there <laughs> just leave it leave it people will go if they're hot they'll go and watch the sing-along right um, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Well, speaking of princesses, um, Disney has actually announced a brand new After Dark event. And these are those special ticketed events that you can do at the park. Um, And they're kind of after hours. They start in the evening and they go very late usually. Um, And this is called Princess Night. And this is going to be at Disneyland proper on March 7th and 9th. So a little bit about the details. It's kind of standard if you've heard of any of the other After Dark Nights, but it starts at 9, or the actual event, sorry, starts at 9 p.m. and goes till 1 a.m. And you get the early access into the park at 6 p.m. So let's say you don't have a magic key or a ticket that day. You can actually start going and having fun in the park at 6 p.m. And then when they shuffle everybody else out that doesn't have the special ticket, then you have the whole park to yourself starting at 9 p.m. for the event. You're already there. I found this interesting because it looks like it's focusing on the little ones and it's on a weeknight, which goes till 1 a.m. So I thought that was a little rough. It's on a Tuesday and a Thursday night, I believe. Just kind of, okay, we'll see how many people actually stay till 1 a.m. with their their little ones around. But the details of the actual event, um, it says that there's a royal welcome at the Disneyland train station with Princess Minnie and Princess Daisy which are not on the princess list. What's going on here? (laughs) (laughs) With a fanfare trumpeters uh, celebration going on. So should be feeling very royal when you walk in. That's I'm cute. excited I do to see like their when costumes, they, uh, though. Yeah. yeah, I like when they dress up in little costumes. Yeah, they get like special costumes for all of these. Um, and then they have a concert celebrating the Disney princesses with live vocalists. Um, this one's funny. It has a candy-themed dance party hosted by Vanellope Von Schweetz over at the Tomorrowland Terrace. Um, but she's not a princess. Yeah, that's interesting. Doing. Not but, a Disney official, but she is a princess in the movie. So Is she? Can, yeah. Yep, she is. Oh, my God. See, I can't remember who's doing what, <laughs> who their parents are. I don't know. Who are people getting married to? I don't know. Um, 
But yeah, so she has her own little party going on. And I was thinking it would be cool if they had all the casual Saturdays, which I call them myself, the casual Saturday princesses where they're all in like their pajamas and like modern looking. That Do you know what I'm be, talking about? It'd be like, so um, funny. In Wreck-It Ralph, they in the second in, one like urban not urban but they're like in street clothes right like casual wear yes exactly yeah, like their pajama like their t-shirt and pajama pants or whatever um and then they're randomly having jazz music in new orleans square because okay. why not <laughs> <laughs> it just says that um of course they have special snacks and merchandise and you will get photo ops included with your um like the uh photo passes included with your ticket and you have um picture ops all night with a punch all the disney princesses are going to be out for you to take pictures with so very cool um so this is a first off event we'll see how it goes the tickets are going for 129 dollars each and they are still on sale which to me is like uh oh because it's only two nights so the fact that they're both still available is looking not so good but they're in march so we'll see how that gets when it gets closer um, I think they went on sale in December, though, so oof. That is weird. I think... <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think, think most that, of them uh, sell out pretty much. Adult Disney Park fans, they love the parks, but not necessarily, like, just one character or group of characters. Well, we'd like the Villains Night, because it's a little edgy. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Princess Night is too common like we already have that when we go to the parks yeah that's a good way to see it like i don't feel like it's unique you like you can't Um, only get it there type of thing yeah yeah exactly exactly and then um i mean there's tons of other nights so you were speaking about villains night um they also have a 90s night sweethearts night which is like around valentine's day with all the couples out super cute they had Pixar Night and Marvel Night separate, and those were, of course, all those characters highlighted from those franchises. Um, and 80s Night was probably the one I had the biggest FOMO about because I couldn't go. I actually haven't attended hardly any of these because they generally are on, like, middle week nights, like Tuesdays, Thursdays. And it's hard for me to travel and go down during work. Now that I work remote, though... I'd be more willing to go down there midweek so I could work during the day and go to the Disney after dark night. So Oh, we'll and they're at night, so that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I so may I can join start you. doing these now, but <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Right. And I thought I would tell you a little bit about the eighties night just to see like how cool this one was done. First of all, their merch was amazing. Like it was super eighties, like very cute, lots of neon colors on black, which I love. Just really good design they did um for that event. And, of course, the big hit, I'm sure you all remember and heard about it, but they had flashback to Videopolis, and they <laughs> brought Videopolis back for one night, which was that's crazy. That's so cool. So, so cool. cool. Like, oh, that's the biggest time Please I was Please tell me they brought going to these. Halix back. Is that what they're named? That band? Oh, no, they didn't. <laughs> I wish they did. That would be really cool. That would be very cool. Um, of course, there's fireworks. They called it fireworks to the max. Oh. And then you get to meet tons of characters. And just let me roll down this list because it's so cool. So they had Mickey Mouse in his mouser size outfit. Like, what? DuckTales, Roger Rabbit, Pinocchio and Jiminy Cricket. Um, I don't get that one. Maybe because the ride opened in the 80s. That's why. And it was oh, a fantasy land. Oh, okay. That's why. Um, Ewoks. What? That was 
They had Ewoks out. They had Br'er Bear, Br'er Fox, and Br'er Rabbit all together for one big photo op over at Splash Mountain. Um, Ariel is... This is funny. On this list, it says Ariel and friend. It was Sebastian. He has a <laughs> walk-around meet-and-greet character, which I didn't even know until this event. A crab? Um, yeah. Yep. Then they had C-3PO and R2-D2 representing Star Wars a little more. And then this part is super cute. They had some photo ops, which weren't necessarily um, characters. I think in this case, they used like the giant video boxes. Do you remember like the, oh. the VHS boxes? Like claspy oh, plastic Oh, the ones? clamshell, they call it. Yes, there you yeah. go. That's the word for them, clamshell boxes. They had Fox and the Hound, Oliver and Company, Splash. What? <laughs> no. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids oh and the Black Cauldron. What? Stop it. Yeah. This sounds like a Disney Holics event because usually like if we like a theme like so 80s, good. we'll throw throw it all in, all the 80s. Right. <laughs> what? And then That's over cool. at Star Wars Launch Bay, they had a Tron setup that you could take photos in. Um and you got to somehow take pictures or meet or whatever. I can't remember what it looked like, but Captain Rex was there from Star Tours. What? Oh. So, yeah, they had tons of fun 80s-themed things to do at 80s night. So that was probably one of my favorite events I didn't even get to go to. But let's talk real quick about one I did go to because <laughs> that's a little better. And that was Star Wars night. So I got to go to the most recent Star Wars night on May the 4th of last year. So May the 4th is always a Star Wars day anyway. And then I also got to go when um, it was an after dark night at Disneyland. And it was so fun. So many people in, in costume, by the way. Everybody usually dresses up at these things. It's almost like a Halloween party when it's not even Halloween. Oh. Um, yeah. And so I was dressed as Dark Ray. I had a moment with the Emperor. It was it was great. So, um, and I was Oh, is this when Sonatano. like they were... Like so Darth fun. Maul was like on the Tomorrowland stage and like doing stunts. Was yes. Yep. I had a lot of FOMO watching your Instagram when you went there. <laughs> That's basically all we did. So there was two lightsaber meetups, which is really cool because almost everyone in the park had their lightsaber with them. So like you meet at the Millennium Falcon and everyone holds up their lightsabers at nighttime and it's just this beautiful rainbow of lightsabers and super cool. We took some really good photo pass photos that they shared with everyone there. Um and then the most, like, the majority of the night, we just spent in line to meet characters because they had the coolest characters out. So they had um, new characters, which I also thought was kind of cool, like uh, some of the more recent Star Wars characters, like Star Wars Rebels. They had a bunch of characters from Ooh. Star Wars Rebels, in, including Ahsoka Tano, who's super popular. Oh, wow. Um, then they also had Ewoks, which is always cute. The Tusken Raiders, which I got to do that <laughs> thing with. <laughs> Um, they had C-3PO and R2-D2 out, BB-8, Kylo Ren, V-Marati, Chewie, Rey, Stormtroopers, Jawas, Vader, Darth Maul, and Emperor Palpatine. That's cool. They also and had, yeah, right? So I was cool. thinking with all the They also the had the Cantina stuff. Band playing on Rivers of America. What? Oh, Sorry, my I'm God. That's right so perfect. <laughs> it's okay. That's like the Star Wars version of a jazz band on the jazz river. That's, yes, right? That's really, really cool. Oh, I was just saying there's so much new Star Wars content out that by the time this year's Star Wars night comes around, if they do it again, now you can have like um, the Andor people. You can have... Right. Now they have Boba no, Fett uh, and Mando and Grogu. They have the... Mm-hmm. 
the costumes for it. Oh, wow. Okay. That might be one that I don't want to miss. Yep. Finnick. Yeah. Do yeah. we know if they're doing it this totally year? Go. They haven't announced it yet. Mm, okay. So Fine. never for sure, but likely, I would say. I would say likely. Uh, if we shake the eight ball, it will say likely. Likely. I feel like that yes. was that was really popular. <laughs> most most likely or whatever. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still have not seen Mando, Grogu, or Boba Fett in the parks, but hopefully I'll get to see them in a couple of weeks. I think they're also at Disneyland. I mean, Disney World. I'm not sure. You got to see Boba Fett. Didn't Did he they? come out when we were in the cantina? Oh my gosh, you're right. In okay, so Lunch I saw Bay a long time ago. Old school Boba Fett, <laughs> not Disney Plus Boba Fett. That's so funny that there's yes. like now two in my head, but they're the same. Yep, I remember. Disney Plus Boba Fett doesn't come out though, so you don't have to worry about him. Okay, <laughs> I remember how cool it was. It was in the Star Wars Launch Bay in that room that looks like a cantina bar and then if you're lucky right. enough and wait there long enough he comes out of the doors and we were so excited that was really cool um, yes <laughs> but let's see i wanted to talk about princesses one last time before we wrap up and similar to boba fett and all those characters you mentioned somebody has to be the actor or the cast member to play these princesses in the parks and they're all face characters for the most part so that's also really hard. Like, how do you go about casting that? And I thought we should take a look at how that works. I, as I'm saying that they're face characters, I was reminded of how scary uh, Princess Sophia the First is, who is not a face character. Yes. Yes. <laughs> She's like your worst nightmare. <laughs> Pla- giant plastic head. Oh, my God. Disney. Uh, I'll never forget. No, it's like felt or something. It's like soft. <laughs> Ugh, it's so creepy. I don't know. Disney Can't Junior, that. right? That's where that is. Disney Junior. Yes. <laughs> um, so I guess she's one of those honorary princesses. Uh, but yeah. So what are your thoughts on casting princesses in the park? My first question for you is, what do you think is the height range from what to what is the allowable range for you to even be considered oh this is good it's like a pop quiz Uh uh-huh disney princess i would think for disney princesses you would be five four through five six (laughs) that is very close what is the range what is the actual range five two through five six Five four to five seven, so an inch taller, oh. uh, an inch more room uh, that you can be in height, and that the reason why they say all this. So they, it's interesting because I was doing a lot of research on this to get ready, and you can't help but think of you know a topic we always talk about, which is diversity, equity, inclusion, and it really is one of those cases where you really want to cast it as close as the cartoon. Because this is supposed to be as if that cartoon came to life, which is very different than like, oh, a new adaptation of The Little Mermaid starring Halle Bailey. That makes sense because it's, it's right. distinctly another adaptation. This one is supposed to be them stepping out of the cartoon. So that seems really hard to cast. You have to get everything perfect so that when mostly, you know, the children, of course, walk in, they really believe that they're talking to Cinderella or Aurora or Tiana. And so that is the reasoning behind all of these requirements. They call it preserving character integrity. And so that's why there's the requirements. Oh, okay. So that was height, 5'4 to 5'7. Sizing. What do you think is the largest size Disney char- 
Disney carries in their inventory for princess costumes. What is the largest women's size? Think like dress sizes. Oh my God, it's going to be so tiny. Like a two. Size 10. Really? Yeah, size 10. Okay, Disney. Okay, and I don't really know much about women's clothing, so I don't really know the context, but that sounds like a pretty good range because I know like zero are like skinny mini people. And then it seems like a wide range. So that's pretty good. Uh, So that's Disney Princess sizing. Auditioning. So what do you know about the auditioning process for Disney either face characters or princesses specifically? I know like nothing (laughs) about it, truly. So it is very rigorous. It is very stressful. And when I'm reading about the different steps, it seems a lot more strict and cumbersome than even like Broadway casting or being a background actor or an extra. Um, It seems very, very difficult to be selected. I guess it goes back to them trying to preserve character integrity. So there's a bunch of ways to audition, but the way most people know is literally going to DisneyAuditions.com and you'll find calendars there. And it'll show you when they're auditioning for different Disney princesses and it'll tell you what the criteria is. When you get to the audition, some of the things that you may have to do is perform a simple dance routine that you would have had received ahead of time. Uh, You might have to read from a script and you might have to improv a little bit with the person who's auditioning you. And I think, you know, right. combo of okay. those things makes sense. Um, it is, yeah, that makes it sense. is uh, talked about here as a very lengthy process. It says the Disney casting directors are very keen to find the best people to fit the roles. Aww. Now, okay, what I can't it, hate on that at all. Yeah, right? Authentic, keep it right. What do you think age how do you think age matters into this? So Disney's very specific on age. And what's interesting here is it doesn't necessarily match the age of the princess. So I have a lot to unpack here. <clears throat> I think that they wouldn't hire under 18 years old because it's pain in the ass. Um, so it would be 18 to, is it like a range again? Yep. I would say 18 to 30. Ooh, very generous. 18 through 23. Ooh, am I too generous? <laughs> 23. Is it what? What? If you're older than 23, you're out. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, but according wow. to some of the research I did and some of the Ask Me Anything, the AMAs on Reddit, there have been princesses up to 27 years old, but it's not common and it's not part of what's allowed. So take that as you will. Uh, maybe if you if you <laughs> yeah, got in so. at 23 and you're really good, they let you stay on. I'm not sure how some of these princesses got around the rule and, and, and stayed in the job at age 27. Now, the reason why I thought this whole thing was interesting is because the Disney princesses they're playing are usually under 18. Most Disney princesses, like Ariel and them, are like 15 right. and 16, which right. is also weird to me. I forget that they're like young <laughs> girls going through all of this stuff in their own fairy tale. They're worrying about love and marriage. And in some cases, they're getting married at the end at 16 years old. So there's that. Yikes. (laughs) And I think the reason why I forget that they're young children is because I do associate it with their uh, avatars, with their counterparts at the parks, which are 18 and over, like you said. So I, I kind of see them as the princesses I meet at the park just as much as their films. 
And so in my mind, they're mm-hmm. not 16, but I don't know. That is kind of weird that they're so young, the, car- the characters themselves. Uh, all right. Makeup. Yeah, very, very different on that. Ouch. <sighs> it's strange. <laughs> Makeup. Now, I'm assuming this wasn't anywhere in my research, but I'm assuming like most auditions, you're supposed to come without any makeup on so that they could test you with the makeup. Oh, that makes total sense. So if I knew that ahead of time, then no makeup, show up, let them make me look beautiful. Right. Because It'd be like a bippity-boppity boutique experience. Totally that. Imagine showing up to work every day and then you get to be glammed so that you look proper like the real princess. Yeah, Um, that's pretty awesome. So that's makeup. And then in terms of training, I found out that they have to truly and intimately know the character they're playing and one of the ways disney does this is an extensive analysis of the film in which the princess is in and that takes up to five days worth of training as part of the training program i thought that was pretty impressive so that you know that's i thought it would be more it's why um yeah. Actually, maybe this is not a good thing, but every time we see Princess Tiana, she always talks about the bee's knees all the time. <laughs> so maybe she only watched <laughs> yes. that part of the movie. But um, I do like, I think Rapunzel is really fun when you interact with her. She feels like she's really a young like, oh, totally. artist, painter, um, happy-go-lucky. Merida is also very fun. Oh, yeah. Merida's good, too. So that is all a result of these trainings that they have to do. They learn everything from the voice inflection to the character's mannerisms. And then most importantly, at the end of that training, they have to learn the signature because they all have the same handwritten signature. Oh, the autograph. (laughs) The autograph. So you're basically learning how to forge this princess's signature. Yep. 100%. They have a lot of. And you know, they all don't just play one, so they have to play multiple. Oh, that gives you a leg up in the auditioning. If you could successfully look like more than one princess, you get double the hours. Um, So there are also a lot of strict rules about this. I think one of the most known ones by Disney Holics and Disneyland, Disney World fans is how they are able to refer to themselves. What are your thoughts on that? What is? How do they refer to themselves? Wait, what do you mean? Like, like let's say my name is Marsha and I not in character. Yeah, yeah, I'm Marsha and my job at Disneyland is Cinderella. How do I refer to myself? Oh, I'm friends with Cinderella. A friend, uh, yeah. Most people know that once you bring it up, right? So it's <laughs> like if you work as Disneyland Cinderella, you're not allowed to say in the public or social media specifically i'm reading something that says you can't post on, on social media you can't say you play cinderella you have to say i'm a friend of cinderella because that would ruin the magic mm. like there's only one santa claus even if he's at every mall in america at the same time there's only one one santa claus so the same thing happens with right. princesses um they also are not allowed to mention anything that's outside of the disney princess realm when they are meeting and greeting with guests. The example that I saw is Ariel can't talk about someone like SpongeBob, even if a fan asks about whether or not she saw her under the sea, which is a very specific example. But but that was shown here. So they have to pretend they don't know who that is. That's (laughs) They're like, hmm, never heard of them. They're like, what? And then there's a few other uh, things that are less exciting, but for example, work contracts. 
typically they offer you one full year contract and that's how you get in part of it. And you also get a leg up if you're part of the Disney College program and started playing the character through that program over at Disney World. That's cool. And so they get to... Get a little uh, uh, tenure. Yeah, the, the fruits <laughs> of their labor for going through all of that. They, they get a leg up. Yeah. And then the last thing that I wanted to mention was weather. So the weather that's happening at the parks changes how Disney princesses are dressed and interact. So they have different outfits for things like rain, and they have different outfits and um, mm. or actually locations that are already planned out for things like rain. So they have to go to certain places, and they'll wear different things depending on that. And similar to uh, what you're mentioning at the after dark, the nighttime events at Disneyland, there's also special outfits sometimes it's very selective but some characters do have holiday outfits and winter outfits including those in orlando even though it's summertime so i think that's kind of that's kind of cute as well it's very cute i always get excited to see them in something different yeah oh my one <laughs> i don't think i'm alone on that at yeah all. <laughs> it's nice to switch it up i will say the one thing that is yeah. my um I don't know if it's a pet peeve, but I really don't like seeing Ariel in her legs. I think it's a cop out. Like, I want to see oh. her with the fins, but <laughs> she couldn't walk. So I, I get it. But I preferred Princess Ariel as a mermaid than her as the human in that light blue dress that she wears a lot. Well, you can see her at both, though. That's true. Sometimes there used to be. Okay, tell me if this still exists or is it in my imagination? There was a rock that she would spin around and she'd be sitting on it and you get to meet her. Is that at Disneyland? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's still there. <laughs> Pixie Hollow. Oh, right? okay. Or is it now just I think Pixie it might Hollow be. No... I think it might now. Because it used to have. Oh, um... I thought she had her whole shell in there. It was like a shell. Right. And, she'd and there was a, uh, a, a Triton yeah. water, sh water play bridge thing i think that's all pixie hollow now yeah that's still, is there. It still there okay so ariel might I, be there maybe i think so now i'm questioning myself <laughs> it's all i like blurring. never go in there right it's so, all a blur uh so oh, maybe because yeah, tinkerbell's there too so shoot i don't know somebody's screaming at us right now where tell did us, she people, go where did us. she swim off to i can't remember and on the disney cruise they always have ariel <laughs> but she's always in her blue ball gown give me some fins i want to oh. see her swimming okay <laughs> Anyways, you want to throw a tarp over her like Fantasmic because she can't Yikes. move. There is a episode of Beverly Hills 90210, the original, where Tori Spelling's character Donna plays a princess. Not a place. She dresses up as a mermaid for a costume party and she's stuck in the same place. She can't move around the whole party because it's too tight. <laughs> to look like yeah. that just reminded me of that you have to see that's how she feels and that's why they don't have her <laughs> you have to walk like a little time. robot like one inch steps per per foot movement anyways oh my gosh what's a royal glamorous episode i think it was about time we gave the princesses <laughs> their due on the disney holic show we talked about why they have consumer franchise limitations we talked about some of the really cool nighttime theme events they have in Disneyland, including the new Princess Night that's coming out. And then, of course, all the interesting requirements to be a Disney princess at the parks. Yes. Uh, whew, I feel pretty royal, but I hope you all do, too. So thank you all for listening. And we hope you enjoyed episode 121 of the Disneyholics show. Follow us on social media at the Disneyholics. And if you'd like to get in touch with us, send us a message on Instagram or email us at fanmail at the Disneyholics.com. Thank you.
Disneyland. 